Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. All right, passengers, welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Today you're listening to Season 4, Episode 26, and we're going to be talking about the Netflix film Day Shift. Right. This film stars Jamie Foxx, uh, Dave Franco, Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Um Scott Adkins, uh Steve Howie. It's a bunch of people that like I've seen before, you know what I mean? Like sure. other yeah. than Jimmy Fox, Dave Franco and and uh and Snoop Dogg, it's like all these people that I was like, "Oh, I've seen that guy in other in other shows or other movies." Yeah, and Megan Good, oh, Peter Stormare. <clears throat> yeah, and uh Steve Howie. Yeah. Oh, uh, Steve really Howie. Hear him. They're yeah. That was kind of cool. I was like, oh, it's it's uh, that guy. You know, it's one of those that guy moments. Yeah. Uh, what was he in? What was he big in? Uh, he was was in it Shameless? Uh, then there's something else. There's a few things. Shameless. Uh, but like there was some, I didn't watch Shameless. So it was something else that I watched him in. Uh, that he was, he was, did a bunch of, oh, this is going to be really embarrassing. Huh. Um, he was Van in the the show Reba. Oh, okay, that's and funny. Reba came on <laughs> uh, when I was uh, when I was doing nothing. Uh, you know, so uh-huh. like during the days, so I just turn on like the 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 re what do you call them? The re the syndicated shows when they were re airing them. Ah. Like on like uh, one of those channels. That's where I know him from. That's so sad. But he was he was like the deadbeat boyfriend turned, uh, deadbeat boyfriend turned one of the girls' husbands or baby daddies or something like that. That's where I know him from. That's hysterical. Hold on a sec. Yeah, he's also gonna be in True Lies, the television series. He's oh playing, no way! That's he, pretty sweet. He's playing Harry, and Harry was the main character, wasn't he? uh yeah no way he's playing harry yeah that was Arnold, after right? seeing him yeah after seeing him in this movie i think he could legit play good harry well and i'm sitting here thinking if there's a spinoff i want a spinoff of the nazarian brothers you think so i liked them i thought they were funny i, I did too i really liked them a lot they uh they were a lot 
<laughs> yeah, but their like really the chemistry was a lot. Yeah, well, it was good. And and who was the guy? Scott Adkins played the other one, and he's a he's an action star as well. I'm pretty sure uh freaking uh Dustin loves Scott Adkins. I gotta ask him if he watched this movie yet. Um, but I mean, I would love to see a, a show of these two. They're only in the movie Passengers for like maybe ten minutes, maybe five. Yeah. It's an epic five minutes, not going to lie. It is. It's a great... Okay, this movie's day shift. It's about a vampire hunter. Vampire hunter who uh, says he's a pool guy. All his family and friends think he's a pool guy. It's Jamie Foxx playing Bud. and He he, wasn't a union, but then he got out. And and we're really kicked out. And then uh, now he's got a family to worry about. So, yeah, he's been doing some vampire hunting on his own time, but he can't get the money he would with the it's, union it's because they don't money. pay as much. Right. Yeah. And Peter Stormare plays Troy, who who's like a back-end dealer for the for the vamp. You get you sell the tea. He's like the pawn shop of vampire tea. Right. And things occult. Uh, and it's so funny because they really do set up – it's a really good setup of a world. Like it's it's not told to you, which is kind of the way they do it. It's not like it, it holds your hand, but it doesn't not hold your hand. They tell you things in facts, and you're supposed to piece things together in this world, which I kind of really liked. Like, like they're what? like, well, the whole thing with the union, the police know that there's vampires. Yeah. And so, but they don't really talk about that, but there's it's known. So anyone who's like in some sort of government official knows that there's vampires. Uh-huh. So the union is like legitimate. And it, it even gets more legitimate as uh, as Bud has been away from the union for a while. Uh-huh. Like comes back and he's like, holy crap, it's it's well, he was like one of the like major like players, producers yeah. of incidents, you know, like bad things happen. It was probably his fault. Mm-hmm. Like his file of just bad things on his record is like thump worthy when he slept, when he drops it on the desk, it makes a huge thump. And it's like six yeah. inches thick or oh, like yeah. four inches thick, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's huge. And it's it's funny. So basically the premise is this. He's a vampire honey. He's got to get teeth. He doesn't get teeth to get money. He wants to be in the union again because the union pays the big bucks. The only real reason he wants to be in the union, though, is because he needs to pay for his daughter's braces and his daughter's private school. So he yep. gets $10,000 right off the bat. Uh, and so the only way to really do that fast is to sell the teeth well, and he's he, only got a week to do it yeah this was a really fast turnaround so he he asks help from a friend of his big john big john yep. played by snoop dog and uh big john is like really respected uh like a big player and uh big player and uh he's able to get john back in the union uh although the head of the union does not want uh does not want bud to come back yeah, he's just caused too much trouble in the past, and he's like, the only reason I'm talking to you is because Big John asked me to. Exactly. And so uh, he's set up with with uh, Seth, who's his union rep, who's going to go with him everywhere. Seth is a green thumb. He just wants to be behind a desk. As he says, he had just <laughs> bought an ergonomic tr- chair for his desk. He's a desk jockey. And he likes that. Uh, this is D- uh, Dave Franco, um, who does a pretty damn good job in this movie. Um, yeah. And and he basically has to he he he's basically told any violation, tell me I want him out and you get to take over Carol's desk, Carol's job, which he wants Carol's job. Yeah, 
And Carol is just the worst. Like Carol eats his yogurt. His yogurt at work. Yeah, I didn't like. Did you? He, he did you eat my Literally yogurt? peel my name back. I wrote yeah. my name on the lid. <laughs> it's like a, I'm gonna fart in my yogurt tomorrow, and you're gonna eat my farts. That was <laughs> she, that was hysterical. I'm gonna my, eat my fart flavored yogurt. <laughs> the best part about that is like she's pretending not to hear him, but she hears it, and it, she's like, eh. <laughs> Just like I'm so gonna eat it. Fart in my yogurt. Fart flavored yogurt. That's so good. That part was so good. Um, I think I the movie's really simple, right? Like it's just a simple, uh, straightforward. But here's the issue I have with it. If I had Mm. one issue with the movie, it doesn't really know what it wants to be in terms of like genre. Like it's a vampire flick. There's like action. There's no horror, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I feel like they were going for horror comedy, but it it really wasn't that horrific, right? It was Again, more just it was action, a thriller, gore. suspense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they went for comedy, but it's almost the comedy kind of falls flat in parts. Like it's it's almost I don't know how to explain it. I was just like, okay, that's chuckle worthy, but like, were they going for camp? Were they trying to be cheesy? Was it cheesy by nature? Uh, that's where I kind of kind of was like, okay, is it is it cheesy because it's cheesy? Is it cheesy because they want it to be cheesy? Like there's like literally there was a line in the movie where he's like, and that's what the day shift or welcome to the night shift. You know, it's like really like cheesy one-liners that I was like, Jamie Foxx chewed the scenery in that or chewed the line. I just think that's just chest thumping. It's more of a culture thing. Uh but yeah, I think that was on purpose. Yeah, it, probably. And that's the only issue I had with it. I was like, I, I, I wish it felt a little more natural in parts. Yeah. Uh, but oh my God, every time Snoop Dogg's on screen, it's a joy. Yeah, absolutely. That I, That's my beef with this movie is I thought I was going to be getting a lot more yeah. Snoop and Jamie Foxx teaming up. Yeah, I need um, more Snoop. Especially because uh, he's been a vampire before. Yeah. I thought it would have like brought you know some of his chops over and everyone would have been like yeah let's see him take down some vamps and he uh, did like the parts he had were cool the parts he had were cool but it could have yeah more would have been great i would have been cool if it was like a team-up movie with him and snoop instead of him and uh dave franco yeah and they're like dragging dave franco along which they kind of are but uh yeah i would have enjoyed way more of that dynamic and and dave franco was great he brought a lot of the comedy to it there was some gags that i kind of liked uh where they went with dave franco's character i'm not sure i cared about uh i guess it worked it worked but uh yeah i liked it i didn't like where they started with him because i mean they made him a wuss like a big time wuss yeah he pees himself all the time and uh that's kind of my thing and the last time that he does it still (laughs) like vampires don't be in poop so he's like just let me have this victory victory. (laughs) this is directed by uh he did good like when he transitions yeah he was better later but yeah as a vampire i really enjoyed it because uh i he gave me a realistic reaction to becoming a vampire you know because like most people are just kind of like and you know, I don't know. They they seem to like just like gel into this classy culture that is vampirism. Uh-huh. And like him, he's like, oh my god. You know, I feel like my blood's on fire. You know, like he's I don't know. He just really sells it 
that he's actually become a vampire. Yeah, he does a good job. Um, the the this is directed by J.J. Perry. I wanted to bring that up. Directed by J.J. Perry. J.J. Perry is it's his first thing, first movie he's ever directed. First thing he's directed. It's like the only credit under his direction. But he played. Uh, he was an actor for a little bit. He's done a bunch of acting roles. He's mostly um, stunt coordinator for a lot of movies. But I'm looking here, dude. He played uh, Cirax, Scorpion, Noob Saibot, Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat Annihilation and the Mortal Kombat live-action TV series back in the 90s. Oh, nice. So that was kind of cool to see that, uh, the director. Um, but anyway, uh, for a first film, I thought, pretty pretty good. Yeah, you know? that's what I was thinking. I mean, for a first film, like I understand why this movie wasn't better. But for a first movie, somebody's first movie, this is pretty dang good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also want to bring up uh, Heather, the character that's a vampire that lives next door. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would have liked more fleshed out from her. Yeah, because she's just like all of a sudden like, hey, let's be buddies, even though I'm a vamp. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wait, wait a minute. Like, how do you expect that conversation to go over well with anybody, let alone the person like technically is responsible for your kid being kidnapped yeah yeah uh she by the way uh was nova in guns akimbo ah which passengers if you'd like to go back and listen to uh our guns akimbo episode just go look scroll scroll you can find Check it. it out um but she's also going to be sabine wren in ahsoka which i'm really excited about because sabine wren is a character from rebels and so they're bringing her over very ah. exciting but um anyway she she'll be good as the character uh this again it's there's not a lot to talk about like the stunts are kind of cool the fighting's kind of cool i like the lore behind the vampires like i'll i'll be excited for i'm sure there's gonna be a sequel it did it did well enough for a sequel what did you think about carla souza who played the realtor she was all right uh i felt again i would have liked to see her more fleshed out yeah um that's that's the problem with this movie it's style over substance when it comes to like uh character development like jamie fox and dave franco probably had the most character uh development um but other than that i was i i didn't really uh i didn't get enough character development from the villain uh as far and also the end fight as well same um but what I think they went right was the representation of minorities. Oh, that was and, cool. uh, and that that's amazing. Um uh I think they really, really uh I think they really made an effort to include all the minorities. And, oh yeah. And it was it was just so fun uh to watch these cultures gel together, which I honestly think is the best. Like most of my favorite movies are are like that, uh, especially like being Latino. I I just well, I love when the when the when two cultures come together like that. The the nice thing about it is the fact that it it wasn't wasn't thrown in your face. Hey, look, That's this is a movie with my you know a bunch of minorities in it. Like it's not like that. It was like it just felt natural because that's life. Yeah. Right. Like yep. that's life. It's just natural that way. <clears throat> that's real. Uh, I like that. I also like the fact that the vampire that he kills first in the movie, the grant, the old lady, 
<laughs> yeah. Turns out to be her daughter. That was really cool. That was kind the, of, was kind of the, a neat little twist. It really was. Uh, and I was, yeah, it's like, why is she so mad? Uh, then you find out. Uh, also, also kind of a, a little effed up, if you ask me, that she let her daughter grow old before she turned her into a vampire well no 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 she fled she had to flee the country oh and by I... the time she got back her daughter was already old oh is that what it said yeah i believe oh. so yeah i, mean, I don't I'm know sure if she did... fled but she had to leave the country and yeah by the time she got back her daughter was old. i was a little distracted in some of the scenes because that's uh, a life now yeah but uh congratulations yeah. danny do we we, we congratulate you on Luna the last episode probably yeah okay, probably good, at good. some point yeah so I'm sure we did, but yeah, it's, you know, life is distracting, but yeah, I think I got distracted by a couple scenes. Uh, and then, you know, the, the life of pausing and coming back to like trying <laughs> yeah. to remember things. Oh, I hate that. Continuity is a key, man. So I probably missed like that one part uh, or, or I remember them talking about it, but I don't quite remember the specifics. So I might've been, I know my dad, I was watching it on my phone yesterday and my dad was like asking me questions and I was like, uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay i gotta pause this for a second yeah 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 yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah i like the movie a lot actually uh it's not like a favorite movie and i don't love it but it's like i'd probably watch it again it's probably like i'd pop it on and it'd be uh, a good background flick oh definitely i think i watched it three times already Come and uh yeah man that's like the no kids life right here uh, I'm sure one day things will change, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I really enjoyed it enough to rewatch it like of my own volition, and then give it a rewatch for the podcast. I will, and I mean, I'm totally gonna pop it on again. Yeah, I was like, I'll hundred percent watch the sequel in any like if they want to do any uh, uh, what do you call them spinoffs? I, I I'd probably watch it all. I think I think there is a really ripe uh lore and world behind it that they've given us that if they wanted to go stay in that world and give us before if they want to stay in that world and give us another story mm -hmm. uh i think i'd be totally down for that and also i do want to mention uh all of the vampires being actual like the actors being actual contortionists yes oh, oh. i loved that that really sold well the daughter and then uh the girl in the house where everybody gets taken down and yeah uh that one that was really really cool uh, yeah. as opposed to like yeah again there's some things that cg is just not gonna do right no there was a really fair amount of practical effects in this uh other than yeah. maybe like some of the vampire transformations you can tell it's like a it's kind of what they did with um in morbius where it's like an overlay yeah uh but other than that like i thought the cgi whatever cgi they did and whatever practical effects practical effects they did were on point yeah, and I really liked that um, the breeds, that there are multiple breeds of vampires. That was cool. See, more And lore. there's different ways to kill them. Yeah, yes. exactly. More lore. So, like, I want more of that. I think I really like the universe. That was my favorite part of this, is, like, the lore they built up. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, for me, I would want a sequel, uh, because I don't think you could take someone down like Audrey San Fernando the uh realtor vampire that's basically like the boss of yeah. the entire vampire community in the in the area well uh and not have somebody come avenge slash replacer well did they they hinted throughout the whole thing el jefe and then yeah. like the sequel is gonna go with el jefe mm -hmm. the vampire that's Got not it. real but 
Big John knows he's real. And yeah. oh, oh man. And having having Snoop come up at the you think he's dead and he comes up out of the sewer. He's yeah. Like, and he did the line. He did a line that I loved. He said, Man, uh, I love LA because all the damn vampires. Yeah. Just well, like Lost Boys. Yeah, exactly. You know what I hate about Santa Carla? All the damn vampires. But you know, you know he meant you know he meant because he's lighting up a big old fatty bobatty blunt in yeah. uh Jane Silent Bob fashion or just Snoop fashion. And uh the uh and you know he means that's why I love LA. Because <laughs> he's like because all the vampires. <laughs> I gotta take this hit just to put that that bit of truth or that line out next. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. Oh, I love that line. I love that ending. And it was great. He gets his neck bitten and he's like, ain't nothing but a flesh wound dog. And I'm just and like, oh thinking, my god. Is he gonna turn into a vampire or is it yes. just like it's just a flesh wound? Well, yes. no, because I feel like they have to drink a good portion of your blood and then see that's another thing they didn't tell us how vampires get created yeah they just basically dave franco has a throwaway line that's like they drunk they drunk my blood they tortured me uh you know like the i don't so we don't really know if that's if it, it's because it's not i don't know if it's like a zombie where you bite and then you turn so i was well, wondering if, if they turn snoop into a vampire and he's like a vampire hunter vampire like blade uh so for me i was thinking you know because like if they had really bitten Snoop on the neck and like ripped out structures, I think that would be a deep enough bite. But to me, it seems like they just ripped the flesh off. And so it's just, it literally is a flesh wound. So I yeah. think that they really got to get into your arteries. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Uh, anyway, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie and uh, I, I recommend it. it. You know, you got an hour and uh, 45 minutes of your day to kill uh, net and you got Netflix. Uh, it's totally worth watching. Oh, totally. Not, I don't say I like it. It's not my must see, but it's it's a good one. It's fun. You like vampire flicks. You like the Lost Boys. You like this. It might be. I mean, like maybe a must see out of the Netflix films, but it's yeah. not like as far as like all the well, movies of this year, I wouldn't put it as a must see. Well, not you know, like I look at other Netflix stuff, like The Gray Man and, and Ray at Red Notice, and, uh, Red and... Notice and stuff, and I'm like, well, did I? What did I like more? I thought. All of them kind of seem to be on par for me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the other two are a little bit better. But uh, that's also... Since, like That's not considering that this is a first attempt at a de- right. directorial debut. Gray so. Man's a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Gray Man was awesome. Red Notice was just really fun. Yes, yeah, super but fun. But a ton of people I know are like, you like that? That was awful. Yes, so, it was awesome. I like it. I Why? thought it was really fun. I don't know. I just so, a lot of movies get a lot of hate, and I'm I I just don't think that those people are thinking the production efforts well, that go into I'm it. I'm also sitting here going, I, I don't expect a Netflix movie to uh to be you know of if it's if it's not going straight to theaters uh-huh. and it's a film on streaming, like I'm gonna be a little bit more lenient on it than I am. Yeah, of course. A, a movie going to theaters, especially because you, know? you didn't have to drag your butt all the way to the theater just to, to just to see it. Yeah, so I'm I'm good with it. I'm I'm actually pretty damn happy with it. So uh, yeah, I, I it's for for an for a uh, Netflix film. It's it's yeah, probably a must see. Um, also, fantastic soundtrack. Yeah, although I was expecting "Murder" was the case she gave me to be featured a lot more because it's all over the trailer, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, because. 
I that's like one of my favorite songs by Snoop, and it's it's amazing. And so I'm just like, is that the song he sang or that sang at the outside the box? No, what song were you? No, actually, I don't even think they played that song. Yeah, I'm looking at the soundtrack right now, uh, because you know that IMDb does soundtracks now, and it's not even on here. The only uh, Snoop song that's on here is the one at the end, Outside the Box, which I like. Yeah, no. It's, oh, yeah, it's not oh even... I do have to mention one thing. Fantastic little gag for me is when Dave Franco's phone goes off and it's photographed by Nickelback. <laughs> it's yeah, just like the total, uh, like, you're white. Yeah, that made me laugh so hard. That, that, oh, that my was, gosh. I love that. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go on to our um, Always Drag to Never. Okay. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg, Dave Franco. Okay, this is really tough. Really? Is it? Okay. Well, mostly because be, uh, between... I mean, it's a little easy. Like, I know my answer already. But between, like, Jamie Foxx and Snoop, and then, like, Dave Franco is going to be my never just because All right. the uh, other two are here. Sure, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not... Go ahead and say so, your thing. Always Jamie Foxx that man always puts out a good performance and i love it well and you're, uh, and you're ready for spawn where he's playing spawn so i know right like that that hasn't even sunk in yet it's not uh, real to me yet it's that's i'm it's looking forward to it so much real yeah <laughs> and uh snoop he's amazing love him to death love his music but he doesn't do that many movies so i'm like all right all right but if he keeps doing more acting i would really want to see that and never dave franco just because i love these other guys so much like i i want to see everything dave franco does because he's hilarious he normally plays a supporting role uh which is another reason why he's in the never but uh he always sells his roles like whatever he's doing i'm like even if it's goofy and sarcastic i'm always having fun with dave franco Sure. Uh, I'm gonna do always Jamie Fox because it's Jamie Fox. Yeah. And how do you how do you not? Um, I'm going drag to Dave Franco, and I'm doing never uh, Snoop. Not anything against Snoop. I love Snoop, but yeah. uh, I uh, I don't really know a lot of Snoop movies. Sub question on the always drag to never. If you say never Snoop, do you also have to never listen to any of his music again? No, no. We're just oh, talking okay. about his acting. Because that's we're another reason about, we'll put him in We're the talking about his acting. We're talking about his acting. And, like, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm going back and I'm looking at like uh, stuff he's acted in, right? Like I'm, I'm going through and I'm looking at stuff he's acted in. And mostly the stuff I really like him in is the stuff where he's playing himself. You know, he's being goofy. He's being Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, and uh, okay, obviously he's in uh, Training Day, but his performance in Baby Boy, which you know is is not like the best movie or anything like that, but he is like a legit scary gangster in that movie. Where like, I mean, he's got this snarl that is just, I mean, if he looks at you like that, you know you're getting shot that night. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, like it's... that's that look. It's Snoop Dogg. I mean, like he's got he's he he's goofy as hell, but he's he's also gangster. Like, yeah. and I, he he was gangster before he was goofy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like OG. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Uh, oh man, I guess I gotta see 
the Adams family movie because the yeah, the, like the he's cartoons, it? he's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the cartoon. The yeah. I'm thinking the. <laughs> no, he's in the cartoon. <laughs> Although that'd be really funny if, uh, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm like, how did y'all get him to do that? God, uh, I was thinking it was at his family values or something. Right, right. Well, it said Adam's Family too, and so my brain was going to values, and I was like, oh wait, this is the this is the Adam's Family cartoon we're talking about. The cartoon. Well, anyway, uh, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay. All right, passengers, let's get on to our birthday and news. Uh, let's We're doing it the way we've been doing it for the past uh, few weeks. So August 28th to September 3rd, Jack Black, Carla Gugino, Michael Chiklis, Chris Tucker, Zendaya, Keanu Reeves, and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. You know, it's Gugino, by the way. Is it Gugino? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, <laughs> great actress. Yeah. Uh, we are going to focus on Keanu Reeves. But of course, special mention to Jack Black. Oh yeah, and Zendaya, and well, God, and all of the people on this list. Charlie yes, Sheen. This and... was really hard. To good choose. list. It was a good list. It's a great list. I mean, just straight up great list. But we love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, Even Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like seriously, I know everybody hates on that movie, but I still love it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I hate a Keanu Reeves movie that I've seen. And I don't yeah, think exactly. I've hated any of the movies I've seen. I think the Not only thing that came one. close was just a visceral, a visceral reaction to Knock Knock. Like, oh, yeah, but that's only... like, yeah, what you see, that's that's a good movie, it's a, though. It's a hallmark uh, of a good movie. I want to go back again and watch it because I it was before I knew who Anna de Armas was. And now that I know that was Anna de Armas, I'm like, I want to go back and watch the performance. Oh, uh, but even like Babes in Toyland, dude, like, I used to love that movie back in the he's day. He's just a fun actor. Like, yeah. He's just, and he's, he's a good dude. He's a good guy. Like the fact that's that he's like, the hard thing like to find is someone who's super successful and still a, like a great person. Not like just it's not a like, good person. It's not like Charlie Sheen where I'm like, I like his movies, but he's not a great person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where like, I like Charlie Sheen. I could talk about him. But hell, I love, you know, I, I used to watch that baseball movie over and over and over again uh, where he played Wild Thing. Uh, <gasps> he was in Freaked. He's uncredited. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Freaky He's the movie. dog. Oh my God. That's so oh, funny. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. But Ooh. like even Johnny Mnemonic, like that, I feel like that was a real niche movie. And I, again, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Not even uh, to talk about his major hits. We all know about that. In Bill and Ted, of course. Passengers, you can go back and listen to our Bill and Ted Face the Music episode. Mm-hmm. Did we Which also I recently gave a rewatch? <laughs> Did we also do uh, the other Bill and Ted movies as a well? uh, bogus and excellent adventure? No, I think we just uh, just did face the music. Yeah, yeah, rolled them all into one. Passengers, go listen to it. We were fun then. We're still fun, but we were fun then as well. <laughs> we took a break from being fun, and now we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're always fun. We're always a fun time. Always fun. Yeah. I like listening to the radio and there's a there's a little like uh, one of those mid things where they're talking about they're like uh, 103.7 not every conversation has to be a podcast and I'm like all of my conversations need to be a podcast yeah if you're even paid for it on the radio it needs to be I'm sorry 
We're not getting paid, folks. Yeah, this is free. We do this for the good of our own hearts. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on. Or we're we vain as shit. We, we love listening to ourselves talk. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> let's, let's be real. <laughs> let's be very real. It gets us into Comic Cons. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and we love it. And we really appreciate those events. Just we while do. we're on the subject, Anime Frontier, love you. Dallas Fan Expo and Dallas Fan Days. We love you. We're we're excited. We're we're we are. We are going back to Fan Expo. We're going to Fan Fest this year. We're going, we're crossing our fingers. We filled out the uh the stuff for Anime Frontier and hoping we get invited back for a second time because we really enjoyed Anime Frontier the first time they came. We would love to make it a staple of our show. And yes. Hopefully, hopefully this year is the year of interviews. The end of the yes. year will be like, it'll be our Christmas present. Yeah. I got some good interviews. Yeah, we'll have a coupon. Day. Maybe Exactly. <laughs> is that where you're going? Yeah, so we're just... <laughs> Stephen Amell, why, why don't you give us an interview this year? You're going to be at uh, FanFest. Give us an interview. We'll love that. <laughs> uh, all right. And um, yeah, Keanu Reeves, awesome person. We uh, would love to have you on the show if you ever like hear us. Stay golden. Wouldn't you love to have Keanu Reeves on the show? Like, wouldn't that just be? Ah, oh, no, that'd be okay. Yes, of course, I would love to have Keanu Reeves on this podcast. I don't, I don't. I'd just be like this the whole time. Uh, yeah, I would. I might pass out. I'd we're be not like, worthy. I'd we're be not like, nice worthy. to meet you, Keanu. Uh, here's some smelling salts. You're gonna need to use this on me in about five seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we can't bring Danielle around. Oh yeah, yeah. She had fangirl. I don't know how much. I don't know if she's that huge of a fan of Keanu where she would freeze like that. How but how how but still you gotta well, love you know, Keanu. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I don't mean to assume, but I but she's not somebody like well I guess he is from her childhood. But, but you know like childhood. but you know like uh Keanu oh is everybody's childhood. Mark Paul Gosselaar yeah exactly but Mark Paul Gosselaar was something like we would all sure. watch you know what I mean so sure Mark Paul Gosselaar, I'm still, knows I'm still, still kind of upset with you. Toilet. I'm still kind of upset with you, Mark Paul Gosselaar. Oh, I just, know. Just saying, I'm just saying, you didn't seem, you didn't seem grateful we were there. Not us, but like it just. But yeah. that, that people knew about Dead Man on campus. Yeah. Like even you forgot about it. I'm just like, well, if you forgot about it, what has my life been? <laughs> Shout out to Tom Everett. Scott, we'd love to meet you. Why don't you come on the show? Totally. All right. Uh. Happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Let's get on some news here. Uh, the whole DCEU <laughs> is in flux. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. WB Discovery you, is... You know the way when a house is on fire, the way it, that's in flux, you know, transitioning yeah. to ashes. That's, uh, <laughs> just kidding. No. And now, and now they're saying like <laughs> Batgirl could still come out at a later date uh and reworked and they're saying all this stuff and we're hearing that that ben affleck went in and refilmed some stuff for the flash that now there's a 10-year plan to keep the snyderverse going it's all just no one's given us like a this is exactly what's going to happen thing it's just we're hearing stuff like it's like they're clearing house and they don't know what to do well so anyway, I, they're just going after the almighty buck right now yeah, you know they're, well, they're treating us a, like write-offs like human write-offs there's a and... rumor that they don't have enough money to advertise their movies coming out. 
I keep going out of focus on my camera. There's focus, no, buddy. there's a rumor. <laughs> there's a rumor that they don't have enough money right now to even advertise new movies. And so a lot of it's like, well, we either put this out and hope that people watch it or we just shelve it and we get the money from it. And maybe that'll help us re uh, cycle some money into it. So we can, you start- know what? I don't think anybody's going to go see a Batman franchise. Who likes that these days? People are going to go watch it. Put well, it like- out. The big thing's happening, right? We we know that they gave a first look picture deal to Matt Reeves. So we're going to get all, we're going to get a trilogy of Batman movies with Pattinson. And we're going to get uh, the the Penguin TV series, the Arkham Asylum TV series. And now nice. they're even talking about a Barry Keegan led uh, Joker series, mm. um, which I'm okay with all of that. Like I'll watch that because I like that, but they're supposed to be in their own, their own lane. They're the black label is what I'm hearing. Um, I see I and just then, hate this whole merger business that's well, going it's on. Well, it's just, it feels like it's screwing everything up for us as fans. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and of course, the it actors also makes and... me just feel disregarded as a, you know, loyal fan. Well, yeah, and I'm exactly. just like, I'm just like, what are y'all thinking that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know you got to make your, your people money. Yes. But to completely yeah. delete something. Well, like I, what I'm, I'm hoping that they're just trying to go through some like tax trick where they like deleted it, it, kept it on the thumb drive, and now it's it's in someone's prison wallet. It's a, and they'll get it back out and be like, we found server that no one can get to. Is is what I (laughs) understand. Private server that everyone's locked out of, except for like the higher up WPD people. Uh, And now, of course, there's people coming out being like, well, Batgirl was actually like CW level, like no substance, and I'm sitting there going, then why was everyone saying that it's like higher rated like the flash like batgirl's supposed to be just as good as the flash movie which they're keeping and like they're having uh ezra miller come in and apologize to the investors and being like no 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 i still want to keep the flash because i love it it's my only role that makes me happy because apparently this happened and he's going to rehab and all this stuff so they're going to try to make like an apology effort out of this uh because they want the flash to happen because of course it's supposed to be their re well it was going to be a reset of the dcu when when hamada was over wb now we're getting dan uh dan lynn i believe his name is or dan ling uh who's going to be over who's supposed to who's supposedly the new kevin feige uh over dc uh but the whole thing terrible is that now it's going to be snyderverse and now they have a 10-year plan to keep it going and so the the hmm. flash has reworked that batfleck comes back and then, so now we're hearing Jason Momoa is teasing that Aquaman, uh, the Lost Kingdom, is going to have more than one Batman. Hmm. So maybe that's King a that's a multiverse type of thing going. Does on there. come back for it, and it's weird because Aquaman was supposed to come out before the Flash. The Flash is supposed to reset everything, so that everything that happened beforehand now have. So they can't do that anymore. It's so confusing at this point. I just want WBD to be like, this is what's happening. Is that what they're called now? WBD? Yeah, WB Discovery. Warner Brothers Discovery. So I just want them to figure out what's happening. Yeah, me too. Because I I want them to tell us. The only thing they figured out is that we got to grab all the money that we can. And and it shows. And like, seriously, like, people were talking about like boycotting, and I was like, this is gonna be tough, but I'm. I was even thinking about if, it as well. If AT and T uh, stops my subscription for free to HBO Max, which I'm, that's what I'm doing. It's a free subscription for AT and T. If they uh, stop it, I don't know if I will re up. Yeah, that's where I am right now. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know yet. It depends. If they can make a comeback, I don't know. 
They gotta they gotta prove it to me. Uh John Boyega, who uh he got famous off of the movie Attack. Well, he got famous off of Star Wars, but he really got into people's uh notice when he did Attack the Block. It was a John Cornish or Joe Cornish film uh from from England to from the UK, sorry. From the UK. Uh he is helping Joe Cornish write Attack the Block too, which is pretty cool. Nice. They've been really wanting to get a sequel out for a long time. So it's it's kind of a long time coming. So it's really cool that that's coming along. Uh, September 3rd is National Cinema Day. Nice. And most uh, theaters are going to be giving tickets for $3. That is so fantastic. If uh, you're around September 3rd and you need to go see a movie, uh, plan for that day, it'll only be $3. Although I'm sure it's going to be packed everywhere. Yeah. Um, Beverly Hills 4 has cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt they haven't said what he's going to play it's going to be a Netflix movie very cool I, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, so that's I cool. have a, I, I'm going to put it out here right now I, I think he's going to play the son of Judge Reinhold Ooh, okay okay that's my thought that's what I think is going to happen I think he's going to be the son of Judge Reinhold but I don't know I don't think he's gonna be Axel Foley's son. <laughs> you never know. This baby's is white. <laughs> uh, one more thing I didn't add in here. There's like some really good steam happening. Uh, Dan Harmon says he is in the midst of writing Community the movie. Whoa! So we might actually really get six seasons of the movie. That'd be awesome. I, I want to commute. I don't even care if it comes out the theaters, if it's just like a Netflix or Hulu original. I don't even care. Get out there. Give me all of them back, except for, of course, Chevy Chase because he died in the show, but not dead in real life, but in the show. <laughs> it's because they hated him in real life. I guess so. No, they did. No, was, there was a whole thing. Was, oh, was, no. He was he was not a good person on set. Oh. You hear stories about him. It I sucks. hate that. You, you Apparently he's uh, not Yeah. Great. Apparently he's not great, and that's that sucks because I love uh, him as an actor. Yeah, of course. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh well. Um, well, that's our news and our birthdays. Why don't you hear a word from our sponsor? Okay. Hey, Mark. Today's sponsor is Owens Orthodontics. Owen is known around the world as the foremost expert on fixing those nasty overbites. Gotta watch out. You don't want to bite your bottom lip with those sharp canines. Indeed. Our passengers get a free cleaning with their inquiry into their dental health. That's awesome. Thanks, Owen's Orthodontics. Thanks. All right, passengers, we're on to the elevator pitch. You know how we're doing this. It's uh, We're rolling a D4, a dice that has four sides, and we're getting a movie generator with four movies. And uh, you get one, it's a reboot. Two, it's a remake. Three, it's a sequel. Four, it's a reimagining. Mark, are you ready for your role in your movies? I hope so. All right, let's roll. You got a two. Yeah. A, a remake. You might have to explain that again because I keep remixing you're remaking up reboot the movie. and remake. Like you're remaking. Completely. The movie. That's not the youth and diversity one, right? That's nope, reboot. It's remake. Got it. You're remaking the movie. All right. Uh, and uh, here are your four movies. All right. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, no way. Batman Begins. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. It's from 2011, and it's called The Flowers of War. 
Oh, you yeah. didn't see that one? <laughs> Neither got, did I. It's got Christian Bale in it. <laughs> got Christian Bale. Uh, and then um, Minions. Oh. So you get Minions, The Flowers of War, Batman Begins, or The Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is tough because I got three really good ones. Uh and so reboot is uh you're rebooting something, you know, young and diversity. Remake is you're remaking it. I would say it just follows the same stuff. Reimagining is however you want it to be reimagined. And then um sequel, of course, sequel. That's how we kind of diversify the all of it. You could get into you could get into like uh semantics about it and be like, well, actually a reboot and a remake or almost, but we're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, what do you? What? Which one are you trying tough. to choose between? Uh, so I'm I'm down between uh Batman and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, it's hard. Batman's been done a lot. Uh, yeah. But you're gonna like if you did remake, you'd be like recasting it all and. Yeah, and uh, it's like, oh, I'm gonna recast Tim Curry. Like, who the heck would I get to replace him? You know what? If if someone if uh, I don't want to give you anything. Uh, you know what? You let's go with this all right uh oh god I, okay so just because i would want to i think he's crazy enough and he would commit uh i would really want to see so remake of rocky horror picture show all right all right <laughs> and hear me out all right. but christoph waltz he could do it. i Curry. think he could do it i think he could pull that off yeah oh god why am i why am I forgetting the name of Frankenverter characters? Yeah, Frankenverter. Um, let's see here. And you got Janet, and you got uh, Janet Brad. You know what? I would put Ivo Umari there. Who? Ivo Umari. Uh, oh. uh, isn't that her daughter? Whose daughter? Uh, Susan Sarandon. Who? Are, what's the actress? Uh, Ivo Amari is uh, God. I can't even remember what she's been in right now. Anyways, Ivo Amari, uh, but she's her daughter, so that would be really cool to see. And um, who's the actress who plays Janet? It's uh, Sigourney Weaver. No, no, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Wow. So her I, daughter. I always get the mix mixed up. Yeah, yeah. For a while there, I did too. Uh, so her daughter. What? Where? Who is? She? Who is this girl? Eva and Umari. let's see let's keep going down I, I gotta get the cast in front of me um oh i honestly had no clue that this girl was susan serena's daughter yeah <clears throat> but that would be really cool she was the like the the slutty girl in saved yes thank you well yeah the the rock punk girl uh, the one that they always thought. I was guess. A I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. They. She had a reputation as being a floozy. I'm not calling her a slut. Passengers. I'm yeah, just no, saying that. But that's what they called what her in the movie. Was, yeah. Uh, who would play majors? Oh, Brad. Yeah, I would. I guess that I would put like Ryan Gosling there or something like that. Because he's be, he could be fun. Yeah, well, he's fun, and I've seen him play like a really lame person, and uh, that's kind of what Brad was. Is he was like 
you know, he's a handsome guy, but he's just really dressed down because he's just a straight laced dude. It's it's until he uh until he actually like Frankenfurter kind of changes him. Yeah. Who would Riff Raff be? Because uh, honestly, I would just I'm gonna remake the movie, but with just I already like, know modern I, I already know I'd go super strange with Riff Raff, and I already know who I'd put as Riff Raff, so uh Who'd you put as riffraff? I bet you were we would put the same person. No, I don't think we would. I don't think you're uh, on my I don't think you're on my level right now. God, who's who's weird enough these days? I don't think you're and on my level. New. Right now. I want Rob Zombie as Riffraff. Who would you put? Uh God, uh why my brain went I uh, Ooh, and that my, would make uh his wife. Oh my god, why am I going blank on her name? Uh, Rob Zombie's wife would play Magenta. Eh, I don't. Uh, I just don't. Or no, Columbia. She play better Columbia. I okay. Well, I I would cast as Riff Raff. I would cast uh, uh Post Malone. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Scott. Oh, stop. If only you could find an actor who really wasn't like a wheelchair, like just to be like diversified, you know, like you're like, oh, I want Danny DeVito as Dr. Scott. Oh, my God. Danny <laughs> Dr. Scott would be hysterical, but he, he's got to play it. He could. He... He's got to play it differently than he plays other characters. Yeah. Like he, he can't just be always sunny. He's got to uh, be like elevated. Yeah, totally. And he has that. His earlier career proves that he's. He's gone a totally different direction uh, in the past decade or so. Um... Who's gonna play? Uh, who's gonna play Meatloaf's character? Dad, yeah, I was, I was just hanging up on that one. Oh, oh Eddie! I think I would just throw Burt McCracken in there just because, just because I love him so much. Oh, uh, um, Burt McCracken would be a good riff raff. Yeah, he would make an amazing riff raff. Uh, yeah. So let's just switch that. So who would be Meatloaf? Uh, you, you want someone who can sing? Yeah, exactly. And that, like, my brain goes to like Seth Rogen because he look he could look the part, but then at the same time, like, yeah, no, he's got to be a sing. rock star. He could yeah. not sing. Sorry, I'm just thinking like, who oh, I know, I already know who it is. Yeah, I, already, like, my, I already know who it is. Who? I don't know. It's Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup. Oh, that's perfect. That's so perfect. I love that this is a team effort because this Let's... one's really really hard. Sorry. Passengers. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, we've so, actually gone to the road show and dressed up, well, made up for it. The fact that you got this, I'm just like sitting here going, I'm fan casting this in my head as well, but could you imagine Jarrett Reddick like coming out and just singing like a Bowling for Soup style like uh, Saturday Night? <laughs> Come back to Vania. <laughs> Just not the same since you went away. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be awesome. There's a light over at the Frankenstein place. <laughs> no, this this movie's just being like I could it... So who would well, be or or here's the, the question creation though. 
would you just have Tim Curry come back and play Dr. Uh, Scott? You mean uh, Frankfurter? No, Dr. Scott. Like he would come, like he would. Cause... Oh, like a cameo as a different yeah. character. Uh, no, 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 no. Because I, yeah, I'm like trying. I don't I didn't even think I, did I recast somebody as Frankfurter? Uh, yeah, you, you, okay, you cool. said, uh, you, you said uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, that's right. Oh, this would be so good. Uh, although, man, that would be cool. Like Tim Curry back as Dr. Scott uh, and then having them go off of each other. Yeah. Could you imagine that? It would be a lot of fun. The intensity. Uh, so who would be our creation? Gosh. Um, Creation's hard. Who would like Zach in front of there or something like that? Actually, he would be pretty damn perfect. Yeah, he would. He would. He would be pretty damn perfect as the creation. Like Zach Efron would just be, he plays dumb really well. Yeah. Could also put Dave Franco in and there. And he's ripped. Well, I don't know if he is anymore, but you could put Dave Franco in there as well, though, too. That's true. He would play it well, too. Um, so I think my only thing that I would change about this in the remake is the ending. Like, I would actually want to see uh, Transylvania. Oh, that's like all. the planet? Yeah, I, that's all. I would just want the end for them to be there and, like, actually, like, seeing, like, that in its glory. That That's the only thing I would change about that movie. If I could change anything about your fan casting, mm-hmm. uh, I would I would make Frankenfurter be with, like, Timothy Chalamet. Ooh. Is that, is that the guy that played It? Uh, who's no. Um, Timothy, I'm sorry, I'm going so blank right okay. now. Timothy Chalamet's uh, the kid from Dune. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Uh, for who? For Frankenfurter. No, I think he could play it. He's he not. Could in, play, he's, he could play that feminine. Although, yeah, he's androgynous enough to to pull that off. Christoph Waltz could definitely do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just thinking younger because Christoph Everybody Waltz is super young. older. Yeah, it just yeah. feels like it would be better being someone in their their 20s or maybe early 30s in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. this would be off. Yeah. It would just be a little off. That's all, yeah. But other than that, I, th- I thought it was great uh, casting. I think I think I wouldn't do Rob Zombie for Riff Rap, but I, I could <laughs> No, see... we changed him to Burt McCracken. Oh, Burt McCracken. But, but oh. I could definitely see Shelly Moon playing like uh, Magenta. Uh, who did you get for Columbia? Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah, I went back and forth uh, for Columbia and Magenta. So, yeah. Uh, if so I, for if Columbia... I may, uh-huh. If I may, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm thinking um, the Osborne kid. Uh, oh, uh, I'm just thinking Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. Sorry. The the kid. What's her name? It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I know Jack Osborne. <laughs> but I don't know her. Uh, Kelly. 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 Kelly Osborne could totally uh, pull it off. Yeah, that would be really cool. Just I'm just thinking get some like, like people it. that are in there that are kind of musical. You're going, you're going kind of like you want to do like a weird uh because it can't be like super polished. Yeah. You don't no, want a super can't. polished uh Rocky Horror. Rocky no. Horror. You wanna you want it to be like weird and out there. So getting some people that you wouldn't normally think to be in there to be in there. I like yeah, it. Totally. Good remake, I'd watch it. Heck yeah. I'm not against them remaking Rocky Horror. I actually think if they could do it well enough, I'd be okay. I just don't want it polished. Same. But yeah, that's the thing that happens these days way too much. 
is that it's super polished, but it's not polished enough to like uh, where where the acting supports how polished it is. And yes. oh yeah, because you know back in the old days it was the exact opposite. You know it wasn't super polished, so they had to be good actors. You know so oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no way this could be super polished because it would have to all be about the skill. Exactly. And it's got to be rated R. It's got to mm. go sexy. Yep. But like in the weirdest way possible. And also, like, this is the perfect generation to remake that movie for. Like, the, this, it this really era. Is. Yeah. It really is. Just do it. Just Because <clears throat> I feel like even with this musical the way it is, I still feel like they had to hold back for the time that it was brought out. Just let's do it. Let's let's make this movie. Let's Everyone, start. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Jim Sharman and Richard O'Brien, you want to give us the rights to this so we can just do it? Give us some money. <laughs> give us some money. We'll do this. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it right. It'll be fun. It'll be uh just give us a coupon day to make this yeah. movie. <laughs> you slid it in. Yeah. I like it. That's what she said. Uh hey. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.